Many of my agents have won for their clients because they had a backup offer. And first offer falls out and the clients are ecstatic. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. All right, let's get to some listener questions on today's show. And if you'd like to submit a question to be featured on a future program, you can always text the word Oregon to the number 21000 and use the contact form on the page. Uh, Smith is our first question asker over in North Salem. Smith says, I saw on the news that Oregon isn't going to let buyers write personal letters to sellers anymore during the bidding process of buying a home. I know you've talked about that being a great strategy before. Do you think that rule will stay in place? And uh, could this also spread across the country? Okay. All right. I got to camp on this for a minute. (laughs) Okay. All right. Unload on us. (laughs) Yeah. The use of love letters by buyers has, you know, become a common tactic to help make a buyer's offer stand out. Buyers will write to sellers about, you know, how much they love the home, how they can envision their family living there, how they'll spend the holidays, where they're going to put the Christmas tree. And now we've got our wonderful governor saying that this, um, this can pose a fair housing risk because they often contain personal information, revealing characteristics of the buyer, such as race, religion, familial status. And so Governor Kate Brown has decided to um, put this law in effect as of January that we cannot use our letters as realtors. We cannot present that to the seller. And I think that's ridiculous. I think it's important to educate our clients about fair housing laws. Absolutely. I think it's important for our clients to be able, our buyers to be able to present themselves to the sellers. Back in the day, I would go in person to a seller and talk about my buyers and show them pictures of my buyers. We've always done this. Then when things get so streamlined that it's just through email, we don't get that opportunity to bring that personal aspect to the transaction. So we do these, you know, the buyers will do these letters. And uh, I think that a seller has a right to be able to pick it might not necessarily be the best offer or the most money, but maybe there's something that touches them about this family, and I think that's perfectly okay. So I disagree. I hope it doesn't stick. I hope it doesn't spread. I think that there'll be creative ways around it. Um, if we can't write letters, maybe the buyer can create a video with a YouTube link. I don't know. Um, I just think that they'll find ways around it because sellers do, they are intrigued by who's buying their house, and they want to know. Yeah, I agree with you there. It's definitely like a curiosity element when we sold our last home and writing a letter, I think, helped us get the home that we ended up in. So there's definitely value to it. And so it's interesting that that's being battled against right now. Certainly an interesting discussion. It's clear where you stand, I think, Colleen. And um, yeah, no, no, no more words needed there. But great question, Smith. Thanks for sending that one in to us. All right, we've got one here from Johnny. Johnny's in Kaiser and says, I see a lot of houses that I'd like to buy. They say sale pending. Does that mean I shouldn't even look at them or is there still a great chance to get those homes? How do you go about approaching pending sale homes for your buyers? Yeah, great question. So we we are seeing a lot of this lately. So if you're on Zillow and it says active under contract or um, active with contingencies or under contract with contingencies, 
That's the same thing as saying pending. Until all the paperwork closes, a pending home is technically still on the market, okay? Many real estate agents will still allow you to show a pending home, even if it has an offer. But this depends, you know, largely on, on the seller, if the seller wishes to let the house continue to be shown. But the pending sale status means the seller has accepted an offer from a buyer, but the deal hasn't closed yet. They're going through in their inspection contingencies. And there's still a chance the home could come up for grabs. Say if the home inspection doesn't check out or the buyer can't pull the financing together, then a backup offer will be looked at or it will go back on market. So backup offers are a wonderful thing and we can help navigate you through those and um, consult you on how to do them and get those written for you. Many of my agents have one for their clients because they had a backup offer in and first offer falls out and then the clients are ecstatic. That's pretty cool. So yeah, so the, a lot of value in those backup offers basically. Definitely, yes. Okay. We'd love to help you with that, John. Very cool. This one comes to us from Stella in Texas. Stella says, we are relocating to the area, and so we don't know a whole lot about it yet. This is all coming together quickly due to my husband's job. We'd like to buy a house on a lake, river, pond, stream, something with water. Where do you suggest we look? Oh, this is great. So coming from Texas, you probably have no idea how much water we have. <laughs> <laughs> so t typically with out-of-state buyers that are having to get things done in a, in a timeline that you have, I would suggest matching you up with one of our lead buyers agents on the team, and they can kind of start a rapport with you about explaining some of the different areas, neighborhoods, you know, proximity to your job, what you're looking for, and really kind of filter um, exactly what you're looking for and then start sending you some information about different locations. But here in the Willamette Valley, we have rivers, streams, ponds, lakes, oceans. We can, we can get any of that to you. We have a second office in Lincoln City. If you think maybe you want to head towards the beach and Lincoln City has a huge lake, Devil's Lake. So you could actually be next to the lake and the ocean at the same time over there. And um, here in the Willamette Valley, it's so many neighborhoods with beautiful rivers and uh, streams and, and lakes. So we'd probably want to start with a buyer consult via Zoom or just a phone call and get a little bit more information about when you're coming and what you need. And then we'll just start pointing you in the right direction. Yeah, if things are truly coming together quickly for you, I definitely recommend starting it off with a call or text directly to Colleen, 503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. Congrats, Stella, on the uh, new job for your husband and uh, on your relocation. Good luck with the process, and hopefully Colleen can help you out with that. 503-830-9467. Colleen loves her out-of-state buyers and helping navigate them <laughs> to the process. You're a great welcome, Matt, um, for the Oregon community, for the uh, greater Salem area community. Well, I Colleen. love where I live, and, and it's definitely, you know, I just, I love this community in this area and the proximity to everything here in Salem. And so that is definitely helpful when trying to sell it to someone else. <laughs> you don't want to be called a doormat, but a welcome mat is an okay. That's okay. a compliment, welcome right? Mat. Don't, yes. don't, don't take that as like a negative thing. Like <laughs> you're a doormat. No, no, no. Just a, a welcome mat. That's a good thing. Uh, thanks for the question, Stella. Great one. Uh, here we go. Pam, last question of the week over in Laurel Springs. Pam says, we have about $40,000 of work to put into our home to address some damage issues, but also to make it a home we're proud to live in. But... 
there's a possibility that we move in a year. The damaged stuff kind of needs to get taken care of because it's only going to get worse. Mm -hmm. But should we just let it be and wait for the buyers to come along and take care of it themselves if we end up leaving in a year? Or can we take care of it and should we take care of it if we're staying? So a couple of questions to follow up this question, Pam. Number one, when you say damage issues, could that be from the ice storm or tree limbs? You know, what are we talking? Uh, Because there might be some opportunity through your homeowner's insurance that you might not be thinking of that could cover some of that. And I definitely could come over and consult you on what the damage is from. And then when you say it's only going to get worse, we definitely as homeowners have an obligation to maintain our homes and and not let the the damage progress especially with sounds like it might be some leaks i don't know that just comes to mind so definitely we want to get those handled regardless if you're going to sell or stay those are high priority fixes that that need to get done but i'd love to come over and see let's differentiate from um, what needs to be done and then what's kind of cosmetic maybe talk a little bit more about this potential move timeline and um, i can point you we've got a preferred vendor list that's fantastic point you in the direction of some uh, contractors that can get it done as minimal cost as possible to you The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.